Aquí con dos compitas, compitas del alma, compitas del corazón, one old, one newer. First with the old. Producer George has stepped in to fill a void. Like I mentioned earlier, we just got a new setup, a new hookup, a new way of doing things, and I was sounding a little shitty, a little weird on the system. But he came in and he fixed it. You know what? That's what I am, dude. I'm a fixer. A fixer. A yep. You could almost hear how fucking thin your hair is the way you speak, bro. Hey, you know <laughs> what, dude? It's, it's all good now, baby. Hey, thank you for coming in. Thank you for helping me fucking get all the bugs out. Because now I feel, oh my God, I feel warm. Mm. It sounds great. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And of course, with us, as always, now that we're in the treehouse, El Compita Chicle, yeah. El Bubble Gums. The treehouse. <laughs> First off and foremost, uh, glory, glory, man, United, Manchester United, as we record today on a Tuesday. We sit as close to the top of the table without being on top of the table. What does that mean, Chicle? We are tied for points, but we're one game that has yet to be played. Cheers to that. What does that mean? It means, George, that Manchester United, as soon as we play tomorrow, we're going to be in first place. Oh, good. Yeah. And it's been a long time coming. Finally. It's been a long time coming. Uh, Chicle and myself, we are both fans from the same era because we are both fans of the same age. Mm -hmm. Did you know Chicle and I used to play football against each other? Are you asking me? Yeah. Well, I'm not asking fucking Chicle, bro. I did not. Well, we did. We used mm -hmm. to score sick-ass goals mm -hmm. against each other. Mostly, and apparently... Mostly from my end. Yeah, but... you're welcome. I used to put your keeper to shame. Mm -hmm. Fucking, mm -hmm. The hot spurs. The hot spurs, that's right. The alcohol... Yeah. Um, Pointy hat, hoodie oh, was hats. That, was that underneath the, the water tower out there? <laughs> no, no, no. This is real soccer. This is uh, outdoor uh, <laughs> club soccer when we were young. Dude, yeah. we can say Back this shit was day. like fucking 25 day. years ago. Damn. Yeah, because I was like 16, 17 when that Damn. happened. When we, I was on the Rebels, you were on the Hotspurs, yeah. and we go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Well, that's when we started being fans. I know I was a fan of Eric Cantona. Mm -hmm. uh, he dropkick a fan in the crowd because um, he was talking shit. The fan, the was. fan was talking shit to one of the world's greatest ballers of all time, does Eric that, the King Cantona. Does that seem like an appropriate response? <laughs> the only response, back then, bro. Back then, yes. <laughs> no, yeah, PC TMZ, bro. There was no fucking <laughs> Perez Hilton. There was nobody to do anything. The only images you get now are still shots of Eric Cantona running, and he gets in this old school Bruce Lee, like no, not even Bruce Lee, Mortal Kombat Liu Kang yeah. position. It's like a flying, our, flying kick. kick are to football the players still crybabies? Oh uh, no, bro! What the fuck? Yeah. We, yeah. we flop. We do everything. That's, That's amazing. Awesome. I say we. Football's back. Is Emo, Emo Brown Athletic Club is getting built. The seed has been planted. Julio, Coach Julio, the same guy from Three Punk United. He has created our new squad. <laughs> <laughs> We're just a bunch of old ass losers. <laughs> but as he is, a quick cheers to my team. Manchester United, Eric Cantona. I mean, why not? The why? world's greatest club. Why not? <laughs> uh, gentlemen. Yes. We're here in the treehouse because the Rona is running rampant yet again. I mean, it never stopped. I feel like it's gone crazier. This oh, absolutely. Yeah. Next yeah. level or what? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Have you, George, playing catch-up, had a scare? Work, home, anything with the Rona? Nothing at home. Wifey and I are uh, 
where we're about as precautious as it gets. Uh, work, we've had two outbreaks, um, and that was all outside team or inside team stuff. So none of the techs got it. That's scary though, right? Not really. No? No. <sighs> At least not personally. Thank God everything has come up cherries on our end. Nothing too dramatic. A couple of close encounters. Aside from that, no. You know, it's knock on wood. Can I Can I say something about, Go ahead. about fucking COVID without being too... Uh, you know, I, George, we've missed you. Go ahead. <laughs> Despite all of the hardship that everybody ha everybody has had, I feel like this year has been almost like nothing but positive for me. And I feel like bad. Mm, nice. I feel bad like talking about it because I'm like, well, this year was actually pretty good. Professionally, I advanced. And I did see you roll up in a Tesla, bro. That's yeah, new. Yeah. Fuck, bro. Yeah, dude, Damn, bro. X though, dude. Damn, bro. No. I did see you come in with the Wayne Rooney piece on your Although head, that, too, bro. That van probably does cost more than a fucking, with, with all the stuff inside yeah? of it. Yeah. Damn, yeah. that's not even a humble brag. That's just a dick swing. No, but it's not my, it's not my money. Dude. That's, <laughs> that's... Nah, you know what? I don't think you are alone in that feeling. Um, I was fortunate enough to stay working throughout the whole pela, bro. I mean, I, I stayed working at, at UPS. I stayed working at the brewery. Unfortunately, the Elwood, we had to shut it down for the time being. There's not much you can do with liquor. Yeah. You know, uh, Maddie Boy at the Manhattan holds it up, but he's only doing that maybe like, fuck, bro, maybe like a weekend out of the month. Yeah, he's like maybe, slanging bottles, right? Yeah, he's slanging That's bottles, rough. playing games with the bottles. I know you've gone over there, Chico, mm -hmm. pick up a couple things. <laughs> I get people every now and then to bring me gifts, to bring me some bottles. Uh, Maddie brought me this bottle, actually, the Manchester United one. It doesn't all have to be negative. I mean, we're all dealt a different hand. And it, again, it's all how you approach a situation, you know? Has our government failed in a lot of fucking aspects? I will, bro. I mean, government's not perfect. They could have done a hell of a lot better, but that's not for us to discuss, bro. I mean, we're, we're just peasants. I mean, we could. I mean, we're peons, bro. <laughs> well, if you were going to discuss that, if you were going to jump into that shit, what would you say? What the fuck I, would you like to get off your I, chest? I would, I would want to ask you what your feelings on uh, Mr. Newsom, Bro, so I've been, are. Maddie and I, we've been trying to sit down and have a, a podcast. Our schedule has just been conflicting because we're in the same boat, in the same city, in the same fucking town. He's my fucking partner, you yeah. know? And so we deal with the same dramas. Um, on, on my end, you got to take care of your community. Ultimately, if your community isn't taken care of, you don't have a business to operate and a community in which to do so. Agreed. As a business owner, we've gone fucked, bro. Yeah. We've gone fucked in every which way, direction, up, down, west, east, and repeatedly. And not even asked, are you guys going to be okay? Are you guys going to be able to handle this? But again, that's not even for us to bitch or complain about. I'm fortunate that my business is still operational. You know, um, the, the most annoying term that I heard in the year 2020 was pivoting and I'm guilty of using that shit over pivoting was, was stupid. There's only so much pivoting you can do before you realize what the fuck are we really doing, bro? Right. Like, right, I, right. I can operate indoors. I can't operate indoors. I can operate outdoors. Oh, I can operate. Yeah, but outdoors. Only if you spend a shitload of yeah. money on getting the infrastructure ready. Oh, for sure. For oh, you outside. got, you spent all that money. You got the infrastructure. Right? Oh nope. no, not anymore. So you guys got to stop doing that. Yeah. No, no more operations outside. I'm just waiting for the day when they say no more to go. No more delivery. And if that happens, bro, I'll just fucking shut my mouth <laughs> and just fucking abide by it until it's time to go. Because you know what? In all honesty, like I told you, man, I, we live in a very close-knit community. And without the community, I, there's no business. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of businesses in this community currently that are thumbing their nose at the regulations. And what they don't know is that a temporary fucking gratification on their end for like, you know, monetizing their efforts by being open 
ultimately is fucking the rest of the businesses that aren't yeah. the ones right. that like you know and there's a handful of us that aren't you know we, we do our part to stay shut down you know i know the breweries down here like chula vista brewing ourselves um you know like the bars like the manhattan and, and bar sin nombre and and most of the restaurants you know it's like i know balboa shut down and I, I fuck but there's a lot that aren't yeah and they, they they're ultimately just you know sacrificing a lot of things for a short, minimal gain. You on know, their it's end. funny that you mentioned that. Wifey and I went uh, to go grab some food like a couple weeks ago in La Mesa at a restaurant that will be unnamed. And I was surprised. People were still eating inside. Craft your kitchen. Uh, I went to Craft uh, Kitchen. Un, uh, unnamed restaurant. <laughs> uh, and it was. we went to go pick up food to, to go. And I was like, these people are just fucking eating in here. This is crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't believe my eyeballs. Honestly, bro, I'd love to say to each their own. I'd love to say we all got to do what we got to do to survive. But- we are not. Yeah. We're, some of us are just fucking, you know. So you're in the school system, right? Yep. What's, what's, it's, it's all fucky, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's similar, right? Like, I think the challenges are all around. I think a lot of people that are disappointed in, in the decisions being made above us has a lot to do with kids and, you know, like, how do you manage keeping your, your home afloat? And being a teacher at home, you know, I, I think it's tough, but, you know, I see it from a, like a completely different perspective of like, there's teenagers that are really going through it right now. You know, the time in your life when you're figuring yourself out, learning about yourself, connecting with others, and now you're suddenly stuck at home and they're having a tough time, you know, and you're forced to be involved all over again. <laughs> and it's, it sounds you gotta, horrible, but it's... You gotta be with I your mean, family and shit. <laughs> it, you know, it, it, it... Well, yeah, yes, yes. I think a lot of, of parents who are making a lot of noise is mostly because it's like, oh, shoot, I'm dealing with my kid and this is what teachers deal with. Yeah, like, bro. I don't like this. There's a lot of... A lot of parents are out of work you right know, now, bro. And, a lot of parents are out of work. A lot of kids are at home. Yeah. They're forced to be in that bubble. They're forced right. to like communicate. And, and, and I think together. too though, just like I, I think the three of us, right? Like we've been blessed. We we weren't out of work. You know, I've had a, a steady paycheck this whole time, you know, and and I agree, Jorge. Like I, I've I felt Damn me drop the Jorge. Go ahead. That's right, dude. I felt guilty at times, right? Like seeing it's like some of my students of, tell me what their families are going through and I'm sitting at that home. That must be tough. Collecting man. my checks. It's like a little bit deposit. of imposter syndrome because I'm like, dude, I, I understand they're, they're suffering. Like, But do you? Well, I do. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, uh, ultimately, like... I'm, Bitch, your direct deposit still hits every other Friday. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, ultimately, you're, you're still out in the streets. You're working. You know, you fortunately for you and your family, you've been deemed essential. You know, I mean, your your work has been Buddy. deemed essential. And how? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, we are we are all in that boat, but and 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 dude, it brings us back to like some of those early conversations we had of like what can we do and all of that, you know. And I think part of it is like let people vent, yeah, you know, let people get right. it off their chest. It's okay. I think the governor's in a tough spot, you know. If you let it open, that's the unpopular run, fucking point of risk, view, right there. Yeah, you run the risk of yeah. more people being put at risk right and and i think that's the uh, what makes it complicated is like some people have gotten corona and they're or covid and they're fine 
You know, they they went through it. They're okay. Others have gone through it. They have side effects or, yeah. or long term effects. Yeah. You know, and and, and some people don't know. It. And we we don't know. And we don't know what the ultimate people maybe is. had it and didn't yeah. know they had it. Correct. Right. And I think the the risk is like there's so much unknown that I don't want to catch it. No sir. You know, yeah. like for no reason, like. No way, no how. I don't want to know what it feels like. I don't know what it's like. I don't want to know. I don't care to know. Keep away from me. Well, because we don't even know what happens after the fact. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, bro, every week there's a new there's yeah. a new report. There's a new study saying, oh, this is what happens. Oh, you yeah. know what? The immune you'll remain immune for the next ten years, the next decade. It's like you don't know, bro. Like and, everything's and, changing. And big ups to people that got it and they're fine and, yeah. and everything's cool for you know? sure. And there's there's people that I, I know that you know they can't go upstairs. They're winded. They're winded. They're tired, fatigued. Like, yeah. like their life has now changed. The quality of their life has changed, you know, and, and not that they were being unsafe or putting themselves at risk. Like, I think that's the other piece of this is that it's so unpredictable, you know, and then now there's like this mutated so version the, of the, it the that Europe like is strain. more yeah. contagious. Yeah. And I think that's what people need to, you know, keep in mind. But like we said months ago, until the tippity top of our government steps in and says, hey, here's some money. Stay home. We got you covered. Patient, it's, patiently it's, waiting. It's going to be tough yeah, for people. Patiently you know, waiting, bro. A lot of people don't live on direct deposit. A yeah. lot of people still cash their checks at, yes, the, at the shop at the corner. You know, and what, what do those people do? You know, they live check to check and barely. And they're in this situation. Yep. That that's the folks that I think need the most help. And you know, it is it has to come from the top. Dude. At some point, there's plenty of money to go around. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Like put people where like if you want people to stay home and stay safe, then put money in their pocket so they could be comfortable. You want to see how much uh, <laughs> how much money there is to throw around? Just look at the latest stimulus package and what is included in that whole bundle, and you can start nitpicking and be like, why do we need two hundred and fifty million dollars going to such and such country for such and such research? You know, if we're looking for a quick like turnaround solution to help the economy here locally, bro. Yeah, that, there's answers out there and there's things to do. But again. That's above our pay grade. Big yeah. ups to an extent, unpopular opinion to the leaders of our communities, to the leaders in government. They got a he they've got a heavy task on their hand, like you said. They got to juggle between yeah. satisfying businesses, satisfying you know the state, and what ah, fuck that, bro. I wouldn't even want to be involved with that. That no. seems like a headache. I'm sure they're you doing ain't the best. Win no matter what you no, do, bro. You're, no, bro. But I, but I think too, like what has come out of this, just like. A lot of people have found ways to make it work and, and hustle and, yeah. and create opportunities. I think there's also a lot of community organizations that have set up shop and, you know, there's there's organizations, nonprofits that are, you know, giving families 50 bucks every every week or every Good, two man. weeks, you know, providing food for families that are in need or, or have, you know, food insecurity. So I think there there is also a lot of good happening right now that we need to shine the spotlight if, on that. Yeah. If yeah. people are, are curious, like, you know, do, we still got that phone number they could call the hotline, you know, call us and leave a message. 619-728-9300. No, seriously, call it. We'll get you the information yeah. you need. Or if you know other people, like there's plenty of good happening. There's people contributing, you know. Georgie laughs. You laugh a little no, bit, but, just, but let I, me tell I, you something, I, I bro. I like that you have the phone number. I, let I'm me a, tell I'm you something. I'm a big fan. 619-728-9300. <laughs> let me tell you about that, though. Look it. 
glasses put us up to the task, you know. So you guys don't, don't talk about that shit, bro. You got you got you got to act, do it. So I mean, we did. We 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 jumped up. We we found the people that had the resources. We linked up. We created our foundation. We're in the process mm -hmm, of creating mm -hmm. this nonprofit, bro. We gave back to the community. I mean, we 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 did the first step. So I'm excited mm -hmm. as as the podcast continues to grow as as, as the, the the number foundation. three podcast in San Diego. Woo! Go ahead, say it loud and yeah, say it proud. Yeah, number boy. three in the city, <laughs> bro. Fuck, that was cool too. I'm <laughs> I, look, I'm proud of it because Hell you know, yeah. that's you. It's my little baby. That was you, bro. It is oh, you. I'm nice. just happy you're back in here, man. Glasses is coming back. He wants to do an episode on. Uh, well, I don't want to ruin it. I want to. I'm going to let him tell us what the episode is going to be about. I want to record with Glenn. Come on back, bro. See, right now that we're outdoors, we can record whenever. Mm -hmm. It was getting. It was getting dicey. It was getting a little bit suspect yeah, can, recording I, in that little dungeon, I bro. Can, I can't imagine people were showing up and it's like, what? I was like, bro, have you been tested, dog? I mean, you got the latest Rona. I fucking got in trouble. <laughs> Did I you get in trouble? trouble? Yeah. Good. Oh, shit. Good. That means they care about you. Actually, speak, right? speaking yeah. of which, are you guys like uh, as soon as you can? Are you getting vaccinated? Huh. Well, both I've, of you, I've talked. Both I've of talked you guys to enough like to deep sigh on that one. That's, that's I've a, talked to uh, enough folks that are in the medical field that have stated uh, positive thoughts about it. Okay, so I, I think I'm more open to it today than I was two weeks ago. The right. homie, Doro, the, um, the homie Navarro, registered nurse Eric. He's coming on the show this week again nice. to give he, us an update. Talk about it. Yeah, he had his first uh, round of uh, vaccinations about oh, he, two weeks he, ago. Did he have to shave down his horn yet? I don't know what that means, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't no satanic fool. Nothing yeah, came out of him. That's what I mean. Like, it's a side effect, bro. Hey, he he didn't, hasn't shown up for bike rides. He was, oh, wait, he yeah, he was there. He was there on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, now that you mentioned He can't pedal a bike, bro. He told me, he was like, yeah, bro, I had to, I, you know what? Like, he told his story. He, Dude, he, he lost one of his legs, but his dick is huge. Oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> He, get, he took his first vaccination. He says oh, you the didn't first, know what this was about, right? <laughs> it came out. Yeah. He's getting his second vaccination. He was saying that yeah, they, they get weeks. two rounds, it's you know? So weeks. at yeah. the third week, and he says as soon as he gets his, his second vaccination, this second round, that at that point, he is 90 for, 95% yeah. immune to the strain. I've even heard that after the first, they're, mm -hmm. they're, they're showing that the reports are 75%. No nice. good. I mean, you know what? Yeah. And so I've, I've heard the negatives of the vaccination. I've read the positives. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know the one that scares me. The negative. I mean, I hear it's a handful of people. Is the the ballsy bro the yeah. the the uh, what's it called the syndrome where I think oh, that's the, the one the I Bell's, saw. The Bell's, Bell's palsy. palsy. Yeah. Yeah. I saw I saw that, and I think that's what got in my head of like, oh hell no. Yeah, bro, but, that's scary. But yeah. I, I think nah, you know nah, by the nah. time by the time it becomes available to us, I know I hear that they're trying to push for educators to get it. To get in line, first. yeah, bro, your front line as, as it relates. Like once you go down the tiers, you're gonna be up there as an educator. Yeah, hopefully, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I think I, you know, I want to see students be able to come back to school. You know, do you? I, I do because man, I see the I see the impact. You know, like just grades alone, right? Grades are a big indicator in our society. At least here in the states, grades mean everything. You know, for those kids that want to pursue a college education, opportunities beyond high school, grades are really important. And what I've seen in the past nine months, you know, when this when this started in in well in March, right, was when we shut down. God, wait, no, mamas, here we are in January, bro. Jesus Christ, right? Like man. it's it's gonna be a year soon. Shit. And what I've seen is kids who were straight A's 
you know, A's and B's suddenly are F's, straight oh, F's, really? D's, oh you know, God. like really having a tough time. And and what it shows you, like, man, like learning is social. You know, learning is not so much about our ability to memorize and, and do the work. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with the people around you. Yeah. Have you seen a positive upswing with uh, students that were in the latter category, like in the F, the D's, the C's, turnaround uh, for the positive or nail? I, I've seen some kids, mm -hmm. yes, that that struggled in person because they're not so, as like social, socially awkward, maybe a little know, introverted. But, and and now, like, that, oh yeah. shoot, like I get to do it at home at my own pace in the privacy yes. of my my bedroom. They get it? Boom. Yeah, like, they're rocking. That's it, awesome. You That's know? awesome. But then you also leave those have kids the at kids home. Leave those, that, <laughs> leave those you kids have at kids home. That are so driven to do well that they're doing it at the cost of their own mental health Ugh. you know so we're seeing kids that we thought you know damn steve has you know 4.0 like never oh boy, did Rock words that were that were never you know, spoken obviously, <laughs> obviously i'll take never things that never happened for 100 alec r.i.p r.i.p but then we talked to steve and steve's like man like yeah i'm doing it but i'm not doing anything else mm. like you start hearing like oh dang you know, so that that's my concern yeah. right now is we have so many kids that are suffering for different reasons, but all of them pointing back to school is happening at home. Well, right, because like kids that kids that naturally do well in school are probably pretty gregarious to begin with, and so like the the when you take the social aspect of school away from them, I mean, what not to say that there isn't any anything else in education, but when you take the social aspect of it and like the extracurricular activities, that's a huge chunk of yeah. of your life that's just whoop gone. Adios. And at that age, in particular, right? Because I I think once you become college aged, you become to or you start to understand yourself better. You know what you're into. You start to figure things out learning becomes different, right? There's a different yeah. motivation at that point. But as a teenager, like there's, you know, the things that we're really interested in aren't offered in a high school education necessarily, or at least for all of us. You know, I think for me, what saved me and kept me driven and motivated was my screen printing class in high school. Not every school has a screen printing class offered. Shit, during the tell me you didn't day. take advantage of that opportunity. Hell yeah. Huh. You know, and, and I think for me, yeah, like, like that's a story right there, right? I started screen printing in 10th grade. My senior year, I took it twice as an elective, you know, and then now as an adult, I have my own screen printing shed in my backyard. Oh uh, yeah. There you go. You know, and, and I mean, I, I started drinking are... whiskey in ninth grade and look at me now, I'm slinging whiskey out, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I mean, look at me, I'm drinking circle. whiskey in a tree house. <laughs> <laughs> look at me, I'm kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I think there's things, things like that, that I feel like, you know, as we get caught up in the, you know, COVID-19 and the government and it's a conspiracy, like there's the so layer much back. other things the that, that are happening yeah. that, that we should be paying attention to, you know, making sure that, that we're all okay, checking in on our friends, checking in on the kids, you know, because there's, there's still a lot that can happen even in the situation. That well, well here we are, bro, 2021, you know, we turned the pages the first episode oh. of the year. Um physically for ourselves what can we do to get better for the year you know it's a time of resolution it's a time where everybody mm -hmm. like reflects and it sounds so fucking basic and shit but there's no greater year to reflect and be like you know what I'm gonna do this moving forward or I'm gonna stop doing that moving forward we figured out that your physical health leads plays a big part in that with the way your body responds to COVID bro mm -hmm. you know me personally you know I, I'm, I'm not obese 
but I, I ain't no Brad Pitt. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, I ain't no Brad Pitt, bro. Words that, that has your, never been spoken. That's your uh, measure, is Brad Pitt. That's all there is, bro. It's A or Z. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's either Fight Club Brad Pitt or oh, Steve Garcia. Yeah, yeah bro. Oh, Pitt, I would, okay, that's, okay. That's a good goal. Yeah, bros. I mean, you know, Resolutions is not a big fan of him, you remember, but this year, you remember Brad Pitt in Fight Club? Bro, he was he Damn. was like carved out of wood, bro. Damn. Carved out of wood. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna watch that movie tonight because I'm on vacation. I lick some whipped cream off of that motherfucker. He brings all that nonsense. Ooh. He brings it, bro. Oh, that, he brings it. That's what the, that he's, right he's, he's sexually, just, he's an adventurer, bro. You know? Este güey le gustan las aventuras, viejo. So yeah, man, I mean, fuck. This year I told wifey, I'm going to run. We're going to run with you. I told, uh, I told and five uh, days in, you did it. Yeah, yeah. Well, my first run. Well, my God, bitch, there's goals, homeboy. This is my first day of vacation. What right? was that? Was that a got him? <laughs> yeah, that was a subtle, subtle got him. Yeah. Um, last year, like, look, last year, I didn't, I didn't have, uh, I didn't have any time off. You know, I didn't take any time off. The whole COVID, I've been working nonstop. So I, I fucking, I have the week off. This is nice. the longest I've had off right now. So I've slept in. I'm staying up late. Yeah. I'm doing my thing. You know, the kids are back in school. So now I'm helping wifey with that. There's still things nice. to be done at the brewery. But it's like, fuck, I'm going to take time. I'm going to start running. You know, I told, uh, I told the bike whisperer, Vic, I said, hey, homie, my goal for, for cycling this year is 2,000 miles. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're five days in. I'm at 60 miles already. You know, that includes, yeah. that includes my Peloton shit. Oh, All right? I don't know about that. that. that oh, what you mean Does you don't count? Bitch, have you ridden a Peloton? Have you ridden a stationary bike? It yeah. counts, bro. I assure you, the sweat look, sorry, is dripping from my balls. Look, 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 it's the look, same look, look, sweat. Look, look, Go we, ahead. Don't, we don't speak rich people around here. We don't know. <laughs> oh, let me, let me, let me rephrase it. We don't know Peloton, viejon. <laughs> How about Peloton? Thank you. Very <laughs> On the streets is different, though. <laughs> I think, I think, but you know, you are moving. So I guess yeah, it counts. I mean, bro, it, 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 you're a hater. Get his mouth. I got a mouth. Chingo. All right. Shit. Uh, I got to go. You know what? PG. Oh, I'm happy you cruise in. Me too. It's funny, we started talking about, you know, doing like some physical activity and, I gotta go. and sweating and, and then working out all I of a sudden. Go. You're like, hey man, I gotta go. This shit's about to get real and hey, I don't want to fuck. I'm on my own little downswing here. I love it. <laughs> Work is very physical, so. Thank you yeah. for helping us out. Thank you for popping in yeah, and, and no saying problem. a few words. I'm gonna reach out to you again so we can do more episodes together. Whogoeserpodcast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you may know him from the Whogoeserpodcast.com. If you haven't heard us recently, I had the better half of that episode. <laughs> Matt. Matt came on board, told us all about Halloween movies we should watch. This is his counterpart. He That's talks true. about boring shit. Go ahead. Uh, why? <laughs> the boring shit? Damn. That's what no, so Oh, right. you brought that up? You didn't even fucking pour anything? What? Te pasas, chicle. All right. I didn't know you wanted to. Good talking with you, gentlemen. See you soon. See Happy you soon. New Year, bro. Bye. Yeah. Happy New Year. All right. Now that the fucking... Fucking he's gone. Now we can fucking talk. All right. Before we keep it going, un traguito más. Glory, glory. Man United. Ah, saludita. Is he going to make it down the tree? I don't know, bro. We were talking about physical activity and he can't even get down from the treehouse. Go. Damn, bro. Why, why is he going head first? I don't think he knows how to climb. <laughs> he, knows, he just knows how to jump. <laughs> oh, hey, that was a refreshing voice. I haven't had that voice on here in a bit, man. That was awesome. Yeah, I had only uh, Instagram messaged with him. That was it? Yeah. You've never, you never, I've like, never met him face to face. I started that was about awesome. to talk. I started. Heavy duty. Yeah. I mean, resolutions. I, I, I might. Okay, oh. hey, you know what? One thing before we do that, though, when we first or when I first joined the podcast, we talked about 
becoming better versions of ourselves. And I know I, I touched on it right before the end of the year. Do you feel like you became a better version? Indeed. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes better, yes. better versions of yourself um, isn't the popular, the popular choice. Yeah. Sometimes I have to do things that aren't always like, you know, right. Oh, this is going to, I'm going to be so cool. I'm going to do that. Nah. But nah, man, I've, I've made, I've made outstanding decisions on how to better myself, better my family and better the people that surround me. And I'm enjoying it, bro. I mean, I honestly, I honestly looking back now, January 4th, 2021, to January 4th, 2020, I bet on me now than being four, you know? Like I, I would follow me as as a leader instead of that guy. Nice. Is that what you wanted to hear? No, is that the truth? That's the fucking truth. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, yeah, man. I feel Hell like yeah. I'm better rooted with my family, like my kiddos. You know, nice. like they're they're getting bigger. It's yeah. It's it's, it's a tough game, bro. It's a tough man. game. It's like right you, before I came, I mm. I told that man, I was like, dude, I can't believe how tall you are. Yeah. Now. Look you at know? them. They're, they're looking at me right now through the window. Say, you creep. They're taller. They're they're smarter, bro. And you know? and that's the other thing. Wifey and I were talking about is uh, Jackson, our our middle kid, that one, the one you're looking at right mm -hmm. now. Um, he's grown. You know, yeah. uh, as as a student in all ways in all ways bro yeah. his hair his stature his 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 knowledge for things he 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 was one of those dudes that was struggling in the classroom atmosphere you know i feel yeah. like he gets lost in the shuffle in that atmosphere and here right now fortunately what we have him and, and we can be one on one with him it, it's awesome he's grown he's learning to put things together he's doing yeah. math i'm like good good i mean let's let's keep growing this fool how about you cabezon where you at now is where you were then yeah, the same. I think <clears throat> a lot of the growth has come in ways that were unexpected. You know, I think you you think of growth as like, oh, I'm going to be better, faster, stronger. And it's not always that. You know, I think there's wisdom that that I think this whole situation has brought upon us. You know, a lot of the changes that have happened around us. And I think some of it is unpopular you know, and, and unpopular with ourselves, Yeah. you know, and, and I think having those breakthroughs has been really important. Um, and similarly, just seeing my own kids develop and evolve and their personalities start to come out, you know, uh, Itzel just turned double digits, Boom. you know, she's 10, Damn. you know, that man's going to be 12 in a couple weeks. Damn and, it. You don't have any single digits in the house nah, anymore, bro. Like, and, and I mean, they really are. Almost like preteens or Good, you know, man. whatever Adolescents. you want to label them. Yeah. Like, you know, yesterday at school this, this semester, we were starting off completely like different, you know, two weeks of just trying to get all kids to pass their classes, supporting them, giving them the chance. And then in the afternoons, we're doing everything social activities, get to know your teachers, get to know each other. Interest Zoom rooms, you know, gaming, art, crazy, whatever. bro. Right? So I feel like a, a like a a conference coordinator right now, Good, trying man. to get all the Zoom links. New, new hat, new hat. Yeah, and, and it's been really cool. But yesterday I was stressing out. I had like feeling anxious, and I went outside and the man was playing basketball, and I was like, "Hey, man, like, like, let's just shoot around." And he's like, oh, "Okay," and I I just started telling him like, "Man, I feel stressed. I feel anxious." And he's just asking me questions and I just tripped out because 
he like he helped me. He's at that age where where the conversation is not one way; it, it's two way now. He can yeah. he can give you feedback. Like he's such a great listener, awesome. you know. And I, I awesome. think it's like having the opportunity to have that moment with him has been one of the blessings of COVID, you know. Because in a year ago, we we would have been in the hustle of bustle. Yeah, like bro. we'd probably be barely getting home right yeah. now from from school. Very like, true. You know all these Very things true. that like. I know we've said this a bunch of times, but like, man, I, I think I spent three hours with my family a day. Not enough. You know? Period. No way. And, that, and that, that was what we thought was quality time. Yeah. You know, and now realizing like, dang. Like, I got like two hours of, of alone time. If that now in this new world. Yeah, right. I'm okay with that shit. Absolutely. I'm okay with that. You know what? I'm, there's nothing better than getting up, going to work, coming home. And it's like, I got... All of my family's under the same roof. Yeah. No one's over there. No one's over here. We're all in the same roof. We're all doing things. We're all you know here. You know, we're playing in the front yard. Yeah. We're running around. We're going for walks. It's like they're that's going awesome. with me to the the brewery, the businesses. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. That's what's changed majorly from one year ago to now, bro. You and know, from nine good, months. Man. It does. And it, it, I don't have anyone to impress. Right. We don't have anyone to like, like, oh, I wonder what they're going to think if I do it. It doesn't matter anymore. And now it's like, fuck, I got my goals. You know, I got I got my metas, what I want, what what marks, benchmarks I want to reach, mm-hmm. and it all involves them. Nice. You know, there's not like, well, I want I want to be a, become a better golfer. You know, like I want to play better soccer, athletic wise. Like that's a whole different pillow. But I mean, as a result of like You're committed alive goals, if you wanted to do that. <laughs> I'm here. My committed <laughs> goals, like to to better myself, they all it involves my family. So I yeah. mean, for me, perfect. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right, give it to me now. Resolution. What you got? Well, what do you got? You, Mine, you, talk, you know what? Mine, running, running, you got. Yeah, I got one, running. And, and, thousand miles on the bike. So right now it's just bicycle one day, run the next day, run jog. Nice. We did two okay. two miles. Okay. I don't want to fucking make it seem like God damn, ese vato no corriendo hey, diez anything, anything above mm. getting out the front door and yeah. jogging, like you're good. So we got no in the car, we drove to my go. parents' house, lompeamos los squinkles. I said, hey, we'll be back in like 30 minutes. We're going to go for a quick run, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we ran two miles. <laughs> Running like 20, 22 minutes, you know, walked, ran into my sister. She was doing the same thing, running. So we started jogging with her. Check mark, you know, that box was checked. So tomorrow, back on the bicycle, I got to go run some errands. I'm going to ride my bicycle all around town, probably do some Peloton. If I can get 50 miles a weekend, success. I already got 60, you know? So, I mean, it doesn't seem like a lot. And hopefully next year, as as I hit this goal and maintain at 50 a week, Maybe I can elevate it to more, but right now it works for me. You know, um, fifty miles a week. Yeah, you don't want to overdo it, right? No, away. but another. If I if I can run, like maybe what? I don't know, ten miles a week, yeah. eight miles a week. You know, something simple. That's a lot. Like, is it really? Can yeah. you run two today? Let's say if I run five miles a week. I mean, you know? for for guys our age, uh-huh. with you run families though. and all that, it's a lot, man. I, my, I my, think, uh, you know, there's folks that run, uh, you know, eight miles every day. Because right? at work, at work for, for, for my line and UPS, we do a lot of walking, a lot of yeah. jogging, a lot of this. So I come home step and I'm up, like, yeah, down. like I'm at 15 to 20,000 steps by nine in the morning. Yeah, I come home and that's a wrap, you know? <laughs> so me adding that already, plus maybe two miles every other day. I think for me is gonna be right. I don't like changing my eating habits. The only thing is we're not yeah. eating out as much, you know. Right. We don't do like fast food and shit like that. I still like going out to eat though. We like like Costa Brava and sushi, mm. but 
we, we, we've been forced to minimize it because the options are no longer available to us, you know? Right. So it's like, fuck, you and you know. And it's also not the same takeout. No, for no, some claro of those places, claro no. The ambiance the same, is the fucking, yeah. the ambiance is the experience. Yeah. I can, you know, it's like yeah. the waiter, la gente que trabaja ahí, yeah. So hay, hay gente que conocemos, wey, 20 años, cabrón. You know, like 10 years, 20 yeah, years. Yeah. We go and we have the same waiter, the same people. It's like, you, awesome. you, you've, you've built an experience. Yeah. My kids know them. Like we went to Felipe's um, when I was young here in Chula Vista forever. That was my spot, Felipe's. And I, fuck, I almost set that place on fire when I was eight. I'll tell you that story another day. <laughs> For real, real shit, bro. Like I, that wall went on fire. And um, yeah, so I've been going there since I was a squinkler, bro. We still go to this day. My, I was little when I met one of the servers. Then I grew up, I had kids. And then he started recognizing me all over. Hey, I remember he knows my kids. So it's the same. It's like, bro, nice. for me, that's, that's the shit that I like. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's what yeah. I want. And I miss that. But anymore, bro, we got, we all got to do our part to make sure that we can create those memories moving forward. So the pace we're going at, man, we ain't going to have those experiences anymore. I don't <sighs> know. I think they'll just be different. You know, my hope is that, our city changes to embrace the beautiful weather that we have. Cause even right now, it's funny. We have a, a resident with us, Brad. He's from Be Vancouver mm-hmm. and he was telling me, he's like, man, like I, I'm starting to, to get weak in my, in my weather. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, in Vancouver, he he sent me the weather and it's like way colder than, than here. Right. Yeah. And he's like, and right now I'm like, I'm really cold. And he's like, dude, it's freezing. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, no, it's not. Look. And then he sent me the the two weather, you know, forecast for the, the two cities. And I was like, dude, this is freezing for San Diego. Yeah, bro. In 60s, like, it's bad. We went to the beach yesterday. Nice. We went to the beach. We went to Coronado, walked on the, you know, on the shore. Appreciating our city, like you said, bro. Yeah. There's things to do that don't require spending money. You know, family of five, you have a family of four, any outing simple or, you know, whatever turns into triple digits in the finances, bro. You know, it's like, oh shit, that's a hundred dollars. But we only did this. We only did Mm -hmm. that yesterday, bro. Nada. We took our little snack bags, you know, trail mix and and pistachios, whatever, cacahuates, walked the beach. You know, we we got a couple miles in. We I, I told wife, I said, look, let me see how many steps. We got like 12,000 steps walking on the beach. Um, Came back and I said, fuck. That's our city. Yeah. You know, this is this is this is where we live. And and I think adding to that just the opportunity, and maybe we're not laid out in all areas for this, but I think we now have an opportunity to just bring things outside, you know, create more outdoor venues or, or spaces for people to enjoy what we used to enjoy. You know, and and I don't know, having traveled a little bit. Now it's like, dang, like, why, why weren't we set up this way? Like, why is everything indoors here? And, you know, I think it's an opportunity and hopefully, hopefully we take advantage of it. Yeah. And so it's been cool. Like on third Avenue, seeing all the, like some of those structures are like legit, you know, they they put some time, effort, money into it and it's awesome. So hopefully they are allowed to stay (laughs) there. Hopefully they get to use them before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. I think right now is is we're in a tough situation, but hopefully soon, you know, those structures can be used and and maybe kept there permanently. You know, because in San Diego, of all places, right? Like we could do that. Yeah, yeah. To top that off, for the end of my last resolution is taking the kids out, taking nice. the family out. 
Guafi and I are talking about taking them next week to uh, Cabrillo National, Ooh, uh, the, the monument, I've walking down. See, sí, una caminadita, bro. Like, we're going to take them out for a walk and yeah. walk down, watch the, and then, you know, take them to La Jolla, take them to the, the, the seal, the, what is that, the little seal beach, bro. So they can, t- mm-hmm. there's so much to see that related to water. So much to see that we can just like take them into like a walk into like deserty. There's, bro, there's Laguna. There's Mount Laguna. We can take them to Julian. There's so many things we can do here in, in yeah. the city limit of San Diego that people don't really take advantage of. And I, moving forward, that's what I want to do. You know, I want to yeah. get a car that facilitates that kind of like traveling where we can go and do little mini camp camp adventures. Mm-hmm. Tan grandes mis squinkles, yeah, bro. They're getting older. They're getting bigger. They want to do these things. Yeah. They're no longer bound by, all oh, right, well, let's watch a movie and have popcorn. Yeah, They were like, papi, let's go to do this. I said, all right, cool, oh, yeah. let's go. That's, and which ties into my first part of my, like what I want to do for the year. I want to get in better physical condition. Like I said, I ain't fat. I, I'm not like not capable of doing these things. I just want to be in a better position to do it because these guys, they're like the Energizer Bunny, not the yeah. way. They just nonstop. And and I think that's the the best motivator, right? Is staying healthy and fit for them for a reason. So for, we can you know, for a them, purpose. So we can run with them, <laughs> you know, and and create those memories. And yeah, man, that's awesome. A ver, cuéntame, papá. Resolutions twenty twenty one. You know, this year the the new year kind of came and. I feel like in a lot of ways we were unprepared for it. You know, it, it wasn't the same as in years past. But I think some of the things that I want to do more of is is to continue on this path of getting more focused on the things that I want to accomplish and not spread myself out too thin, you know, or, or in things that are maybe taking more energy away from me that, than needed. Um, definitely want to read more. You know, that's one thing that... Like physically read line by line or do audiobooks count in your nature? I want to do both. All I right, think cool. in this case, it's not like Peloton um, audiobooks count. You're such a cock, bro. But there was, you know. there was no need to jab me there, bro. <laughs> obviously, obviously Why being not? better to your friends isn't part of your resolution. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but definitely, yes, audiobooks, books, all of it. You know, I, I, I want to do more of that. And, you know, it's funny because I was telling the kids there was a few weeks where right before bedtime, we would do half hour reading time. Nice. And the kids and I would go to the spare bedroom. We would read and then go to bed. Amongst yourselves, each one has their own book. You read aloud to all of them or como, como? No, everyone had their own book. Wow. Bro, you know, that's so they, a great they idea. love to read. That's a great idea. Yeah. And, and it's like one of those habits that, especially at their age and our age too, but at their age, just the number of words that they begin to learn, the vocabulary, it, you know, the way expanding. the mind, yeah, evolves and expands is, is crazy. Do you feel that your, 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 your mental has slowed a bit, has become a little bit less poignant, like ah, sharp, ah, hitting on all cylinders? Uh, in, in some respects, yes. But I, I think with all these new challenges that we're facing, I think, especially for me as an educator and, and in my role as a dean of students, you know, and, and supporting students, families, and teachers, I think I could do a lot more. I could do a lot more if I knew more, you know, so Not that's where I want to read Good, bro. more books of, you know, every, every, anything, everything, you know, because I, I think there's always new perspectives and I think in, in my field where I'm dealing with situations and, and perspectives and, and realities that are different from mine, the more that I, I can have in my back pocket 
you know, quotes or ideas or just new ways of seeing things Perfect. is going to help me. Low-key nerd moment, bro. At right? work, at work um, I work with a group of three other dudes, roughly my age, you know, give or take a couple of years. Started a book club. Nice. Yeah, bro. An audio book club. I don't even think I told wife. Yes, people. Yeah, yeah, y'all bro. read books. Yeah, bro. Damn. So like in the mornings, like you pull them out of the box and read. No, nah, bro. We're doing audio books. That's why I was asking you. Like we're we're, oh, do, we're doing yeah. audio books and and we listen while we work. So nice. so what we've been That's doing nice. through this whole peak season since we work nonstop, like we we're in there like ten hours just grinding, not really like talking to many people. I said, bro, what do you think? Um, right now that uh that we have time, you guys down to like read the same book, like listen to the same book and then like talk about it at the end Did of the week. Did you lock eyes when you said Bro, and I felt weird. I felt I, I felt like a dweeb like telling them, but I was like, fuck, why not? They're my the age. They're, like these guys are, they got, they got children. These guys, they're parents. These are men. They're, they're fathers, you know? Like why? I'm not gonna feel like a weenie. It's like, what's up? You guys down? So yeah, we started reading books. I That's think we, awesome. we did two like in the last couple of months and it, it tapered off at the end because we got really busy, but once I get back to vacation, I'm going to be like, yo, bro, these are the lists. Choose, give me a list of two books that you guys want to do. I'll give you a yeah. list. We'll put it in the pot. We'll start, we'll listen to them from Monday to Wednesday and Thursday or Friday. We, we, we talk about it, you know, like, and say, what's up. And that's awesome, man. And I think it's, it's funny, you know, cause I, I'm tired were, of being a Neanderthal, Chicle. As you were saying that I was making side comments, but I think the reality is we need to talk about that more and do that more. You know, like everybody at some point read a book that they loved, you know, or that taught them something. And why not continue that? You know, it's good for our, our minds. It's good for our health. It's, where, it's good for our well-being. You know, there's so many things that come from reading, you know, or, or listening that, like we need to encourage that. So I apologize for giving you a hard time, but I think it is it is really cool. <laughs> and that awesome we <laughs> fellas over at UPS while they're hustling and getting our packages ready to roll are also feeding their minds and their soul, you know, and, and I think that's that's beautiful. There's a lot of time. We don't want to have a wasted time, you yeah, know, and exactly. said, hey, man, why don't we take advantage of this right now that we have like, you know, eight hours, Absolutely, 10 hours of yeah. not doing it. We can finish like I told him we could finish a book a week and talk about it. And that's like, it. Just like Peloton. You could yep. be on Peloton <laughs> listening to an audio book. No, you bro. Know? You've never done Peloton, huh? Shit, bro. You there ain't no time to do nothing. You, I you, can't listen, you. you can't listen to an audio book while you're doing that? No, bro. They, why not? Because they're giving you instructions on like, okay, now turn on the resistance oh, to you're 65. On, you're on the, yeah, you're in a live coach, class. The yeah, coach bro. One. Yeah, okay. I ain't there to fucking... How do you play the accordion then? Bro, okay. So when I've done that, there's 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 classes. There's classes where like high intensity, turn, what is that? I forget. High hit, mm -hmm. hit classes. Mm -hmm. There's a toboggan classes, bunch of different kind of classes. Accordion classes. But if you don't want to <laughs> take the classes, there's something called a free ride. Right. So you can do a free ride where the video shows you're going through Pinche Yosemite, you know? Forest. You know, whatever. The now fucking you're coming up on the lake. Ruse of Paris, you know? So yeah, I'll do that where I don't need to like adjust anything. It's just stagnant. It's like a certain speed at a certain like a resistance. Y me pongo una pinche acordeón ahí quemando calories y brincando con los botoncitos, dog. Bro. I need to learn how to maximize my time. Absolutely. You know, I don't, I don't, the older I've gone, the more I realize wasting time, you can't get that shit back. And that, yeah. that's, that's the best, that's like the biggest commodity we have. Fuck money to an extent more important than your health. Once time yeah. is gone, it's gone. There's no getting it back. And that, I think that's my second. Go ahead. 
second point. Damn, are we the Segway champions year? of the 2021? Is I want to maximize my time with my family, you know, namely my parents, because I know my dad has become like super duper extra reflective on his life, you know. And ¿Cuántos años tiene Nujevito? He, homeboy, is 81. Llegó al punto de su vida, where that, yeah, yeah bro. It's becoming more real, right? And, and so I definitely want to, you know, hang out with him more. And, you know, currently we have a, a truck that he bought, just a shell, you know, 1949 Chevy pickup. Boom. That he picked up and, and he built it with my uncle. Um, and then he passed it on to me. And so right now we're turning it into a little low rider. Out of you, bro. And so hopefully I get that soon and, you know, get him to cruise it and, you know, have him enjoy the things that that he worked his whole life for, you know, and I think you? That, that's the piece huh? that I really want to be more intentional about because I I can be very quiet, you know, kind of distant. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that, Chicle. <laughs> <laughs> when that's the part that's, that's perplexing at times, right, is, is sometimes I, I kind of clam up, mm. you know, and, and that's more who I am normally is is quiet in the background i'm cool with that you know um but i want to i want to change that and be this way the way i'm talking to you with my dad with my mom with my brother and you know with my kids and just you know like you said maximize the time enjoy it take advantage of everything around us and i don't know man create memories that's Let's do that's it really bro. What i mean 21 is about you're doing it you're doing yeah. it already, man. You know, to an extent, my parents are younger. You know, my mom, my mom and my dad, they're in their they're in their sixties, early sixties. I get that opportunity. I take it for granted. You know, so yeah. when I bought this Bronco, part of the major purpose of buying this Bronco, my dad really liked it. I fucking I've always wanted one to fix it up. Is that we get to do it together? Yeah. So yeah. I and mean, we're we're getting closer at that. You know, it, it's it's close. It looks beautiful. It's not piece of candy cane. Look at it right there. Um, but yeah, man, I feel like fuck. We, we've been with our parents all of our lives mm-hmm. that I could break it down like from one to one to 10, I couldn't live without them, you know? No. 10 to 15, I couldn't live without them. No way. 15 to 20, different story. I felt like I became distant. I was yeah. working on becoming my own dude, my own stuff, you know, independent, la la la. 20, 25, a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And now 25 to where I'm now, bro, peanut butter and jelly. Like we, everything... I've been accused of being a mama's boy and this, and I'm cool mm. with that. There's not, there's no greater compliment that somebody can dish me away than calling me a mama's boy, you know? Cause I, I talk to my mom and my dad at least once a day. We go over what our game plan is, what our strategy, what do we got planned? What's for dinner? What are you guys doing? Do you want us to bring over the kids? We're going to go for a walk. You guys want to, I need to do that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Bro. Yeah. I love that. I, I would awesome. feel incomplete if I didn't do that, mm. you know? Mm. So that, and, Honestly, my kids see that. Our kids see that. And in turn, I, I want them to, like, they're fucking so close to me right now. They're, they're like, they, everything, like, there's, there's, there's no, um, it's full transparency. There's, yeah. there's, there's no obstacles, you know, and I, I get it. They're little and that'll change as we get older. But my job as a dad and, and transcending into a father is to ensure that these, the transparency, it, it keeps going. O yeah. sea, no, no quiero que, they don't want them to clam up around me. You know, right. I don't want them to like hold back. Oh, I should have told my dad that. Oh, I moved moving yeah. I want that shit to always be there. You know? Yeah. So right now it's like, you know, we bought that stupid little game. The stupid little game that everybody sees on Facebook and Instagram where it's a game board and it has like, 
like checker pieces and you put it against a rubber band and you try to oh, put it through that little yeah, hole. Yeah, boom, yeah, boom, that boom. One looks fun. And, and you know what? Bro, best $20 I've ever spent. Yeah, bro. that's good. I mean, the kids love it. Wifey loves it. Everyone's uber competitive with it. <laughs> that's what it is, man. It's just bringing it all in full yeah. circle together. I love yeah. your resolutions, bro. That's awesome. I love your resolutions. Yeah. You know what I don't love? What's that? Selena the series. Oh, really? So this week we put out a poll no. to everybody on the Emo Browns. Uh-huh. And all the Emo Browners responded, bro. I said, que onda? Selena. Selena yeah, the tell series. Me. Tell me. Selena the movie. Two different things. <laughs> Very different. Very different. Obviously. Some some people alluded More different it. than people even want to say. Some people alluded to the fact that it it was different and you and you have to you have to take it as that. You you have to understand that they're not the same. Yeah, you can't compare. You can. That's what we're gonna do. You can't can because the movie the movie is is a whole experience. Like the movie is a classic. All right, agreed. Agreed. The show was produced by the family. Of a person that has long been gone. Well, of the 197 people who voted. Right. 86% said Selena the movie. Absolutely. Hands down. 14% with the series. Yeah. Some Not of the surprising. Com- no, para nada. But some of the comments that I received were a little bit surprising. All right. So let's okay. look at some of the comments. Okay. Mighty- oh, okay. They tried too hard on the series. Uh-huh. The real Selena fans ain't having it. Right. Madrina de cervezas. That's pinchy. Estela. Hey, homegirl knows. She knows. She knows that the movie was about Selena. The show is about the family. Kitty Cat 27. This series sucks. Mm -hmm. Boom. That's it? I love them both. Because anything for Selena's. Jalapeña 5150. (laughs) Wait, that was the same comment? Nah, bro. Two two different ones. Uh, The the nurse, Eric Navarro. All the Selena's, bro. All of them. I don't care. Just They're all of them. (laughs) <laughs> Damn yeah people people are fucking heated there they yeah. they are about the movie I, they didn't like the fucking the, the I have a friend that that like really dislikes the show mm. you know and she and I got into it what do you feel though where are you at I I mean I I think for me it's different because I grew up seeing her you know I grew up watching her rise and and her as an artist become what most people know now right and i grew up knowing about her family and and the dad like the dad up until i saw the show i always thought he was like not a good dude you know an asshole oh and the the show took you away from that thought in some ways i I think the show portrays him to be a guy that like oh like he knew he knew and it worked out. Hard work will you know? always persevere. Yeah, Perseverance like, pays off. It, it paints him in a way where, yeah, he's still kind of an asshole. Mm. You know, like there's some things that he does that I, I think everyone was maybe like, questionable. Oh, why did he do that? But at the end of the day, it was it, for the better it, of the it, family. It pictures him or portrays him as like, yeah, he's looking out for everybody. Just wait, you know, be patient, mm. you know, like I'm doing this for, for us to to succeed. I bought three homes, like, you know, all these things that are like, wow, that's amazing. You know, but I think the reality, it, it was not that pretty. It was not that positive. It was a lot more toxic than it looks in the show. A lot of cherry picking so in there, the series. There's a lot of things that I know 
what the truth is, and I I understand that. Calm the champion. Primer impacto. How do you know, bro? I I don't know. Like I don't know them personally, <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't say it that way. But but I think I guess what I what I mean is I know that it's entertainment. It is, and it was produced by parties that maybe have reason to portray themselves in a different way. Correct. Right. Correct. They're still alive. She yeah. isn't. Yeah. And so I think I I knew that going into it. So I enjoyed it for entertainment value. I thought it was funny. As you should. I thought it was kind of it's cool on Netflix, to bro. see like how the story behind the songs, you know, like how it came about. Like, I, I guess I picked up on those things and less on the characters and, and you know, that, that, you know, who the actress is and what series she came from. Like, those are the points that people are making. It's like, dang, like, so homegirl can't play certain parts because she was in The Walking Dead. Like... You know, and yeah. Know. Wifey told me it's like, oh, she was in The Walking Dead. I was like, I, I disconnected from that show because I, I just got whatever. I've never like, seen oh. it. I've I seen like the, the first, first few, episode. Yeah, the first, the first, never, few, the first couple seasons are, into are legit. Yeah, you know. But then after that, I was like, I no mames, ya no me gustó. But yeah, bro. I mean, like, if you're watching the series or you're watching the movie, you got to take. And you told me, and I, and I watched it thoroughly after that when we had our talk. Cause like, no, bro, they're two different <laughs> things. You can't look at it. And I said, all right. So I sat down, I watched it, and, it, and it's true. I, I love what I saw from the movie for its aspects, and I love what I saw from the series from their aspects. The one thing that always comes to mind whenever I see some sort of movie that is highlighting the Mexican culture or anything, especially like when it's like uh, border towns or something like that, mm -hmm. or Chicanos, if you want to use the term Chicano or whatever, bro. It's like the terminology, they it seems forced. Yeah. It, it seems a little too forced. Um when they're in the in the in the bus in the tour bus and, and Selena losing her voice and they must have used the fucking word ronca like twelve times in the span of like a minute, bro. I'm like, hey, esta ronca, don't talk anymore. And everything is in English except for that word ronca. And I'm like, all right, we get it. Like, like, stop. Like, who are you appealing to? Who, who hey, are you trying to appease? Th this is what we were talking about last time <laughs> with you, Christian, and I, right? Mm. Of like the way we are portrayed. Like it, it's never gonna be perfect. It bums me out because the people right? who are they're who are portraying the people they're trying to portray are us. Yeah. You know, the people behind the scenes who made this are are Mexican Americans. So yeah. it just kind of bums me out that they they, they they've got to go that extra mile to 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 ram it down our throats. Like, Fuck, we get it. We don't all fucking talk like that. You know, we don't all use ten words in English and then one word in Spanish. You know, it's like, <laughs> I get it, bro. All right, we we we're fucking bochos. Hey, we Spanglish. Might, some people. Might. I don't know. That, that, it, and that, yeah, I that's, think too. It's it's a different. I mean, I would love to hear from someone out there in Texas. A huevo. You know, like like. Hey, bro. How, how do they talk? Hey, that's you know? a whole different. It's different, different yeah. from us. Yeah. But I, I think to your point, right? Like. There, there's definitely things like I always, you know, I cringe sometimes when I hear certain phrases or, or the way things are said, because I know that's not traditional or like to our culture. Love the idea, love the presentation of Hentified. Completely hated the way it was, it came across and all of it. The same shit, bro. Yeah. I loved the actors in there. I, I completely love the premise. I love the way they pulled it off. But then again, like certain certain uh, things that they were trying to run, ram down or I was like oh fuck alright I get it yeah. bro. like alright okay when you know what's a trip about that is we have a homie in, in Boyle Heights they have a space out there and he shared with us how they, he was offered to be a part of the show you know but he declined 
because he Why? saw he saw he saw what it was about, you know, and he knew that it, it wasn't for him. Did you watch it, it? You you watch it? The I series? watched a couple episodes. Watch it all. But I, I think I I mean I got through a couple and I felt the same way. Mm -hmm. Like and and I think I felt different because I knew somebody from the neighborhood who had already kind of shared their perspective. Little intro inside. On it. Yeah. And I think no when a series is is about a community and it doesn't hit with the community. Like, I don't know if I can support that. That's you know? hard. That's hard. It's hard, bro. It's hard because, <laughs> like, we actually, it's funny now, like, thinking back, back, we went to see them one time. We were driving through L.A. We pulled over, and there was nowhere to park, you know? And that's one thing he shared with me is that, like, even on on off days, when the community, the the residents need to park, they were posting up no parking signs because of production and towing cars because of production. Bro. And I think it's when he shares <laughs> stuff like that, like the, the ugly side of business, you know, the, the things that people that enjoy show Hollywood and, and watch things. And you're like, Oh my God, that's amazing. But like, sometimes you don't know who it affected, how it, everything that went into you. <laughs> just think like, you know, last time we were talking about people parking in your, in your driveway, like, to not even be able to park near your house is is messed up. Bro, I've come to on find out holiday, that's a Mexican a thing, Sunday, huh? You know, like, I don't know. That's a Mexican thing. Us getting butthurt over people parking in front of our house or in our parking. Because that, that's the one thing that gets me super heated, yeah, bro. Dude, my, my, I know my parents have gotten into it with neighbors. I will, You too. know, listening yeah. to, to you and, and your wife talk about that. And we were cracking up, and I was telling, like, Selena, I was like, dude, that's your parents, huh? And I was like, yeah, like, there's a neighbor that used to park right in front of their house, and they went over, told them not to park Not there. even <laughs> probably parking in front of their driveway or no, bugging it. Just parking in front of my house, sidewalk. You want to piss us off? Don't fucking dude. <laughs> And so now it sucks that the people park, park almost like a block away, <laughs> you know, just to not park in front of their house. So, uh, I was like, uh, Selena, bro. Sorry. What a crazy fucking... Yeah. I've been hey, hated but on. you know what? What's cool is that they made the show. Yeah. You know, yes. I think a lot of people that never knew about her are now listening to her music. Yes. You know, and, and to celebrate that, right? Her talent, her her spirit, like that will live on forever. Do, do you think Selena is reaches a certain demographic, iconic to our culture, the same way that um Chalino Sanchez reaches a certain demographic and, and, yeah, and, and our, for sure, and, and our culture and is an icon in his own respect, bro. Absolutely. I connected more with Chalino growing up. Wife was telling wifey, she's like, you didn't think she was pretty? Selena, I was like, nah. Like for me, I, I never, she was never my cup of tea, you know? Like yeah. I appreciated what she was doing and how she was going about it and, and, and her fame and everything she did. But for me, I was like, you don't think she was pretty? I was like, no, I, nunca me llamó la atención. Like she wasn't pretty to me. And I said, plus, I was never really into that style of music. That yeah. esa música nunca me la, nunca me llamó la atención. Were your parents into it? Nail, bro. My parents. Yeah, I think that has a lot to a do lot. with it too. Everything, because we we are products of what our parents listen to. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna fucking listen to something outlandish that my parents don't listen to because it's did, not gonna be available. Did your parents grow up here in the states? My mom's donde mi mamá de Guadalajara, raised in Tijuas. My dad's from Mexicali, and then he came over and finished high school in Calexico. But yeah, they're heavily rooted in the south, bro. In, in the border town. Yeah, border town. So my my mom and my dad, they're about Norteño, Ranchero, 
corridos, mariachi, banda, shit like that, tambora. So I was raised with that, bro. Dang, but they didn't get into her. They didn't get into her, man. Yeah. Uh, Selena was never like a something that we listened to of the house. Right. You know, like in both both uh series and movie where you see generations of, of fans, parents, abuelitas yeah. and kids, like, oh my god, Selena's at the mall. Oh my god, Selena's at La Concha. Whatever is like Yeah. Nah, bro. They, it, I remember that era. Selena I was like, Nel, no me llama la atención. But you heard uh, you heard her music at yeah. the parties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not saying I was like completely oblivious to what she was doing. I, I yeah. appreciate what she was doing. I just I wasn't a fan of the music. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of this of her. I guess. Yeah. Damn. Hate yeah, mail damn. ensues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Injury I think for us, like, I know my my family was really into it. You know, my parents had the CDs uh-huh. and, and all that. So I think I I don't know that I was like into it at that time. I was different. Definitely listening to other things and cumbia and, you know, Tex-Mex music was not necessarily in my personal rotation at the time, but I always appreciated it. You what, know, what was in your rotation? I think like in, in the, you know, 90s, definitely that West Coast rap. Go ahead. You know, that's the chronic. When, yeah. You know, 25 years old, bro. What was it? Death Row and then Aftermath Records. Like all those labels were just starting out. Death Row, obviously, right? DJ Quick. Boom. Things like that. That's what I was listening to. Because I'm a veteran from the C-O-N-P-T-O-N. And then high school, I got into more... I mean, we call it rock en español, but I think what most people think of when you say rock en español is like maná and shit like that. I I was never into maná, but... I was into like Cuca, which is metal, metal, you know, Todos Tus Muertos, Tijuana No, Ska Andale, Punk, you Andale. know, like all those bands. And so from like eighth grade on, I was going to Tijuana to those concerts, you know, getting into the mosh pit. Mr. Crowns? Did you ever go to, yeah. Mr. Crowns, I remember specifically going to a show watching that. Gutter mouth and Pennywise, bro. Yeah, and Mr. Yeah, Crown and the other thing, there were so many places yeah. in Tijuana that, bro, that the was fans would play for us for a while. That was a spot to go yeah. down there. Tijuana and go watch and play. So that was more my scene. Yeah. You know, loud, fast. I like it. And then re- reggae was always like I always liked reggae. I think going to school in Point Loma, you know, slightly reggae stupid, fans out there. Yeah, and like you know. Some of those guys were still at Point Loma High School when I was there, and, and in the screen printing class, actually. That's funny. My brother-in-law went to school with you, and that's that's fucking hilarious because yeah. he went to Point Loma when oh, no Sly way. was stupid was there. Yeah, that's funny. The more and more I, I talk with you, I, I feel like every I was telling somebody like anytime I talk to you, I learn something a little bit new, and I learned that we're a little, something we have more in common than not. Yeah, we're the same person, Chicle. We're family. Bro, I grew up listening to to corridos, to, yeah. to cumbias. To West Coast rap, Norteña, to punk rock, yeah, to reggae. Ica Mouse was always in our yeah, shit. Chalino Ica Sanchez Mouse. was always in my shit. Juan Gabriel was always Ooh, in my shit, bro. Juanga. You know, El Juanga, all all of that, bro. I was in a pro. My cousins were the '80s new wave. They were, they were the the Morrissey, the Smiths, the Cure. I love it. I like it, but it wasn't it wasn't me. You know, um, they introduced me into Slick Rick. They introduced me mm-hmm. into a lot of the old school like hip hop like that. But me, my shit was always like you said, bro. Dr. Dre, Pinchy Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. El Compita, dude, DJ Quick was my go-to, bro. Yeah. DJ Quick was my go-to. Dude, you know, funny story about DJ Quick, he has this this song called Black, and then the the word that starts with the P, ends with the Y. And, uh, Black Party. 
<laughs> sort of like that. People that, that grew up listening to DJ Quick, you know what song I'm talking about. Yeah. Middle school. I wanted grade, you to say it though. <laughs> we were in, in drama class and they were like, um, we were playing charades, right? Mm-hmm. And so I it's my turn. I go up, pick the little paper. And it's the title that I somebody wrote that in a paper yeah. to put it. <laughs> That's you know? awesome, bro. Oh man, it was such, it was one of those moments where you, I was like, "What the hell do I do?" And the teacher, like, "What? Like, do it? No, you couldn't pass though." No, nope. and I was such a rule follower. I was like, "Girl, oh, ma'am, well, like, this has profanity in it. <laughs> it is degrading to the female body." Yeah. I can't. So the teacher sighs. She's like, "Oh." Pass. Yeah, you can't do that one. And then I look out in the whoever's uh, giggling uh, knows what students the students that wrote it were cracking up. It was cool, <laughs> you know. But you know, we grew up in a different time. Like music out in the West Coast was popping off, man, in all levels. Bro, Punk it rock, still pops off. Sky. That's, that's, I stayed in that era. I don't fucking. I don't yeah. listen to a lot of the newer shit. I just listen to the same old shit. And I think you're right. Like, I mean, even a lot of the local bands, you know, like B side mm-hmm. was in the intro. You still know, banging. They started off still in the nineties. Aguadulce. Still that, banging. Yeah. You know, all, all of those musicians that are still doing their thing, you know, and and the new generations that that are picking it up, like it's awesome, you know. So you miss you miss going to concerts. Yeah. Or did man. you go to concerts actually? Is a better I, question. Phew. Go ahead. That's how I met my wife. See way. At street scenes in downtown. On the Britney Spears stage came that. No, and we we fell in love in uh the Pennywise stage. What we year was this? By. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What year was it? The the year was probably I think that was the El Caesar the Prophet dog. 2000 that <laughs> <laughs> was 2002 2003 somewhere around there that uh, yeah, was it when uh, street team was in, was it, it was still, still in the downtown. gas lamp it was in still the gas, gas lamp, lamp or behind petco no it was in the in gas the streets lamp. yeah those like, were the best they bro. were the best tell me you were man. at the one where james brown played um what year was that one of those early 2000 years i went every year probably i went every year I remember I had Pennywise. a group of friends that, that we would go every year, the whole weekend. Um, that's actually how we met or how Selena and I met. We, we had a mutual friend. They came down from Sacramento. The prior year, her sister had come down. Like, you know, we had done it for years and Pennywise was playing. Brohim came on, in. A Warm Embrace, we, probably, A Tender Look. <laughs> I'm going to say Brohim because I know that's your favorite song. I fucking hate Brohim, bro. bro. We were walking by on our way. None of our friends listened to punk rock. And we were walking by that stage and I was like, oh, that's Pennywise. Yeah. And so we just met like an hour before this and she grabs my hand and pulls me in and right into a pit. Protect me. <laughs> nah, homeboy. This girl... Clothesline somebody in the pit using your arm, her own arm, All right, cool. pretending to be trying to hand grab my hand. She that's what she claims. Like, oh, I was mm. trying to grab your hand, but like, nah, homegirl, you took somebody out. So that's when I knew this is the girl from me, you know. <laughs> and then that that same weekend, Osomatli played Cafe Tacuba, and so once I knew like she was down with all of that, you know, punk rock. Also, madly like a fusion of, of cumbia, hip hop, yeah. and, and all that, and then Cafe Tacuba, like you know, I saw Cafe Tacuba's first show in Tijuana. Did you really? Yeah. Damn. So, like to me, that was it. It's everything that makes me who I am. 
you're cool with, like this is meant to be. That's awesome. You know, so I don't know how many years later. It 2004 is to 2021 at 17, bro. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. Still cranking. Are we? So I miss concerts, man. Concerts. What I was the last concert concerts. you went to before shit, this shit shut down? Mm. Dang, it might have been Osomatli at, yeah. at the music box. Yeah, them or Santa Cecilia. One or the other. No, I mean, I, I went to a, yeah, I'll call it a concert. The Sacred Souls, the Sacred Souls uh, from San Diego. Imperial Beach's finest. They they played Duop. at the Soda Bar. That's the last show I went that to. That was the last show? Yeah, it was in, I think, January or December. Okay. Maybe, right in that, right about a year ago, right before this, this whole thing popped off. Might have been January. They were doing a residency there. And man, at that Soda my, Bar? That was my first time seeing them live. How are they live? Whoo! Next level or what? They bring oh, it, they bring man. it. Big crowd or what? It wasn't a big crowd because it was what, in the middle of the work that's week. That's what like I a love Monday, about Soda Monday Bar, night. bro. It was a Monday night. Like, I hope that bitch opens up again because Soda Bar is perfect for those yeah. kinds of shows, man. Yep. So those are my favorite types of venues. That, like the belly up, you know, comfortable, cozy. The, la right the last there. show I went to was at the belly up tavern, bro. The belly yeah. up tavern, the one up in Salona Beach. Mm -hmm. Um Next There's to the other culture one, the Humphreys. Humphreys by the Bay is also nice. I saw Manu know? Chow at Humphreys by the Bay. We Ooh, saw Madness. Yeah. We've seen a lot of good bands there. Yeah. Um, the fucking right now, the Rodrigo y Gabriela. We saw Ooh, them at Humphreys, I was bro. There, baby. Bro, that's a great. The that's Lexus a great performance. Shows. That's a great performance. My yeah. last show that we went to go see was at Belly Up. Wifey and I went to go watch Mill and Colin, my favorite band. Oh, nice. Uh, what is it? A uh, Swedish punk rock. Yeah. Um, November. And I, anytime they come into San Diego, bro, I'm there. So I've watched motherfuckers like throughout the years, over and over. Yeah. And everything. When I was in a band, we used to, part of our merch was uh, we'd make condoms, bro. We'd make <laughs> condoms, bro. All right. And it was three three piece scandal condoms, and we'd hand them out our warp tour when we were playing, or blah blah blah. And then on one of the shows, hey, three piece scandal. I used one of your prophylactics last night. Thank you, buddy. And I was like, yeah. For me, that was like the ultimate, bro. I don't know if that's a Swedish accent, but that's what I'm going with. So yeah, it was November, Belly Up Tavern. That was the last live concert. I can't say I miss them too much because time is always limited. You know, it, it, it comes at a fucking premium. So I can't always just pick up and go. But I remember watching um, El Compita Carlos play at, 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 at your spot, bro. Yeah, at the PRC. That Damn. that might have been the. See, those are considered shows. Those are too. those are right, yeah. Man. Those are considered shows. Salucita. You know what? That. Cheers to that. And that that's the one thing you know. Now I'm I'm proud to say, you know, PRC existed and it, it ran its course. Yep. Um, and that's the only you know bummer about COVID is we were just picking up speed. You were. You know. You were. Carlos was playing there. With, with Brian Jordan, you know, who turns out is also from Paradise Hills. He lived there for a little Brian bit. Brian Jordan's from Paradise Hills? Yeah. He I was like a, a legitimate, like, world-renowned yeah, artist, a musician, badass. bro. Yeah. Both of them, right? And and then we also had Latanya Lockett. Okay. You know, I okay. don't know if you're familiar with her. You know, great singer, soul, R&B. All at your spot. All at your there. spot. And she had told us, like, dude, I'm down to do this monthly you know, let's do it again. And then COVID hit. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's one of those things. But, you know, we'll be back. We'll be back. Things things are going to get better and we'll find a way. I can't wait to go back to shows, bro. Yeah. 
I can't wait to have a barbecue. We've always talked about it. Like, uh, we, we used to call it the summer barbecue, thinking this fucking Rona was only going to last. Like, yeah, we said like, it was the end of summer. End of summer have barbecue bash. Play. Yeah, <laughs> look at us now. Uh, fucking January, the dead of winter, bro. <laughs> dude, we're recording in a treehouse. In a fucking treehouse. Outside. To, to fucking abide by in COVID rules. and San Diego weather. Pero aquí estamos. It's a beautiful view. Welcome Hell to yeah. my neighborhood, bro. This is yeah. my neighborhood. The yeah, corner of Twin Oaks and David. Twin Oaks and David. People yelling at us when they yeah. drive by. I, I want to say that was a fucking Caesar, the pinchy union boss for the school district, the union bro. union boss. Union boss. Brother, another epic episode. Yes, sir. I appreciate you coming out, making the time. Now that I know that you got green light and the permission slip slime from Wifey to do Treehouse Chronicles mm-hmm. once a week, bro. We'll wrap. We'll, we'll we'll go ahead and uh, discuss things that we've uh, encountered during the week. We'll put out the weekly the weekly question to the crowd. We'll we'll, we'll address it. What is the question for this week? I don't know, bro. I got to look into that shit. Usually, it comes to you. you do well, I, I think we should do. We just shared a couple of our resolutions. Okay, well, what do you got? I've been, I've been kind of, somebody asked me this the other day, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, it's a valid fucking question." And it's a very, um, ¿cómo se cliche? I guess. Um, if you could have dinner, or if you can have a conversation with somebody dead or alive, who would it be? And oh, I, and, yeah, nice. and, and that's what we're gonna talk about next week. We'll, we'll hit that shit so one. Call it money. in. And uh, 728-9300-619-728-9300. Valid question. I gave my answer. People who know me fucking already know what the answer is going to be on that one. But that was... Who would you have dinner with? A dinner and, and a conversation. Dinner, cocktails, and a conversation. And Basically, where? A, yeah. And where would you take them? What's your spot? Ooh. Ooh, so yes. to recap, Cheekless question of the week is... Who would you take out to dinner mm-hmm. for drinks, a conversation, and where would you take them to? Right. Dead or alive. Don't matter. Yeah. You know, it could be Juan Gabriel. It could be Richard Nixon. It could be whoever. You, I don't even know why I pulled Juan Gabriel and Richard Nixon. <laughs> That's know, a crazy yeah. pull, bro. But ahí está el pedo. Thank you guys very much for listening yep. to another podcast. We hope to see you soon. Se me cuidan. That is a wrap for this episode of the Emo Brown, the Saddest Mexican podcast. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Emo Brown. Give us a shout out at Twitter. We're on there too. And at Facebook, for those of you who still use Facebook, we're on there as well. More importantly, give us a visit at EmoBrown.com. That's where you can find all of our episodes, all of the merch. There's more merch coming as well as access to the Patreon Club. Join in the Emo Brown Social Club. Don't be a stranger. Hop on in there. Join. Submit. Follow. Follow the pillow. We appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Big things are coming. See you.